Learning Objective 10.5. Describe the tax treatment of Section 1231 gains or losses, including the 1231 netting process. After applying the depreciation recapture rules, taxpayers calculate the net 1231 gain or loss. If a net 1231 loss results, then the loss will be ordinary and it's going to offset ordinary income. It's the most valuable type of deduction there is. If the net 1231 gain results, then we have preferential treatment under 1231, although we'll always be looking back to determine whether or not there's a recapture of any previous benefits under 1231. The netting process is explained well at Exhibit 10.7. All of a taxpayer's 1231 gains and losses must be categorized as ordinary or capital for purposes of determining the liability. The process of categorizing gains and losses or as ordinary or capital goes as follows. First, apply the depreciation recapture rules and the section 1239 recapture rules we talked about earlier to the 1231 assets sold at a gain and any recaptured amounts become ordinary. Step two, net the remaining 1231 gains with the 1231 losses. If the netting process yields a 1231 loss, then the 1231 loss becomes an ordinary loss. And then the third and final step, if the, th if the netting process produces a net 1231 gain, the taxpayer applies the 1231 look-back rule to determine if any of the remaining 1231 gains should now be recategorized as ordinary gain. Any gain remaining after applying the look-back rule is then treated as a long-term capital gain. This gain is included in the capital gains netting process, which is discussed at Chapter 11. Now, I mentioned the look-back rule, the 1231 look-back rule. This rule is a non-depreciation recapture rule and applies in situations like the one we had just described, turning what would otherwise be a 1231 gain into ordinary income. That is, the rule affects the character, but not the amount of the gains on which a taxpayer will be taxed. In general terms, the 1231 look-back rule is designed to require taxpayers who had recognized net 1231 gains in the current year to recapture or recategorize current year gains as ordinary to the extent the taxpayer recognized ordinary net 1231 losses in prior years. Without this look-back rule, taxpayers could very carefully time the year in which 1231 assets are sold to maximize the tax benefits. Remember, the goal would be maximize gains and maximize losses, but to do them in separate years. After applying the look-back rule, any remaining 1231 gain is a long-term capital gain. Let's look at Exhibit 10-8. You'll recall from Exhibit 10-2, our taxpayer Teton had sold several assets during the year. Exhibit 10-8 is summarizing the character of the gain or loss to Teton and its owner, Steve, that had been recognized on each asset sale. Let's just summarize. There's 1245 ordinary gain of 34569 attributable to the machinery and office furniture. There is 
total ordinary gain of 44,569 because the uh, 1235 look back rule came into effect. And the net result of 1231 gain is a total of 179,500. Learning objective 10.5, describe the tax treatment of section 1231 gains or losses, including the 1231 netting process. After applying the depreciation recapture rules, taxpayers calculate the net 1231 gain or loss. If a net 1231 loss results, then the loss will be ordinary and it's going to offset ordinary income. It's the most valuable type of deduction there is. If the net 1231 gain results, then we have preferential treatment under 1231, although we'll always be looking back to determine whether or not there's a recapture of any previous benefits under 1231. The netting process is explained well at Exhibit 10.7. All of a taxpayer's 1231 gains and losses must be categorized as ordinary or capital for purposes of determining the liability. The process of categorizing gains and losses or as ordinary or capital goes as follows. First, apply the depreciation recapture rules and the section 1239 recapture rules we talked about earlier to the 1231 assets sold at a gain and any recaptured amounts become ordinary. Step two, net the remaining 1231 gains with the 1231 losses. If the netting process yields a 1231 loss, then the 1231 loss becomes an ordinary loss. And then the third and final step, if the, th if the netting process produces a net 1231 gain, the taxpayer applies the 1231 look-back rule to determine if any of the remaining 1231 gains should now be recategorized as ordinary gain. Any gain remaining after applying the look-back rule is then treated as a long-term capital gain. This gain is included in the capital gains netting process, which is discussed at Chapter 11. Now, I mentioned the look-back rule, the 1231 look-back rule. This rule is a non-depreciation recapture rule and applies in situations like the one we had just described, turning what would otherwise be a 1231 gain into ordinary income. That is, the rule affects the character, but not the amount of the gains on which a taxpayer will be taxed. In general terms, the 1231 look-back rule is designed to require taxpayers who had recognized net 1231 gains in the current year to recapture or recategorize current year gains as ordinary to the extent the taxpayer recognized ordinary net 1231 losses in prior years. Without this look back rule, taxpayers could very carefully time the year in which 1231 assets are sold to maximize the tax benefits. Remember, the goal would be maximize gains and maximize losses, but to do them in separate years. After applying the look-back rule, any remaining 1231 gain is a long-term capital gain. Let's look at Exhibit 10-8. You'll recall from Exhibit 10-2, our taxpayer Teton had sold several assets during the year. Exhibit 
10.8 is summarizing the character of the gain or loss to Teton and its owner, Steve, that had been recognized on each asset sale. Let's just summarize. There's 12.45 ordinary gain of 34,569 attributable to the machinery and office furniture. There is total ordinary gain of 44,569 because the uh, 1235 look back rule came into effect. And the net result of 1231 gain is a total of 179,500.